Hey, welcome to a bonus episode of the Rocks Life podcast. I'm Greg, and today I'm chatting with one of the co-founders of High Rocks, Mo Furster, all about recently announced changes to the elite race qualification process. There's been some significant changes announced that will see four major races plus two last chance qualifiers in the coming season, through which athletes will have the opportunity to qualify for the elite races at the High Rocks World Championships. We cover all the details, speak about their thought process behind these changes, asking why they're continuing to have 15 athletes in each elite race as opposed to more. We talk about the live stream plans for these races, what the plans are for the age groupers in the World Championships and Regional Championships and lots more. We do have an article up on the site at rockslife.com now explaining everything, but this chat with Mo gives even more detail and clarification. As ever, this episode is supported by X Endurance, who I use for my supplement needs. Very high quality products that I trust from a team who understands sports nutrition and who understand high rocks. And you can find out more about them at xendurance.eu. Okay, let's get on with the show. Really hope you enjoy this chat with Mo Furster. Okay, Mo, thanks for joining us. You've obviously recently announced some Elite 15 qualifying changes to the 23-24 season that, that we're going to talk through today. Um, can we just start, what what was your ultimate aim with with the changes and like why did you feel it needed changing from last season? Well, I mean, first of all, the, the, the initial thought of was not really changing. It was rather that um, we think that um, we built up Hyrox as a professional sport in a way over the last six years and we were in the we say baby shoes here um for the for the last couple of years maybe building out this elite 15 style of racing and uh, it was just time to do the next step in order to build out a proper series of elite racing and that re just required um changes or adaptions or whatever in the first place so the initial thought was just we want to professionalize the sport of fitness racing uh, at high rocks and therefore we have to come up with a completely new gold standard of racing in a way um then additionally addition uh, as an addition to that um we had a lot of learnings and feedback from the way it was last year and also we discussed this in the past um the the difficulties of really comparing the races although um, we very much stick to the fact that the setup is the same. We still know there are um, different parts of the race that might make it difficult to really compare just times um, globally, just like in most of other um, of other races that there are in the world as well. You will always have a faster marathon in, in Berlin, for example, than in Boston or whatever. So uh, looking at that, we were trying to find um, a solution that is, uh, fair that has a global approach and that is adaptable to all the markets and we had a conversation with the elite 15 athletes in manchester about it we pitched them our first initial ideas which again were meant to be initial ideas and we collected all the feedback and um, tried to really deep dive into it again and i think we came up with what i find a pretty fair and pretty cool solution um, and uh, i'm really excited for the series but i guess we're talking about it now uh, but these were the initial thoughts um, of restructuring the entire thing. Okay, all right, all right, great. So I guess the main headlines are really that to qualify for the elite races at the World Championships now, you have to 
race into it. You can't do it purely based on time. And there's going to be essentially seven elite races, if you like, across the season. There'll be four majors, two last chance qualifiers, and then the elite race at, at the World Championships. Um, so those, can you just talk through qualifying for, for the majors to start with, please? Yeah, so we were basically, again, trying to, I mean, we didn't reinvent the wheel. We were trying to put, to, like, put together the best things of global sports and how, how the best sports in the world are doing it. So um, we, and this is also not only for the upcoming season, right? So this is for the future. So let me talk rather about the meta approach and then we can adapt that to the upcoming season. From a meta perspective in the future, all the winners of majors directly qualify for next year's world championships. So also already looking for the world championships 25, all, uh, sorry, 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 sorry. For the, I, I, I say that again, I say that again. <laughs> so in the future, all winners of majors qualify directly for the majors of the next season. Apart from the fact that they are qualified for this season's world championships, they also earn their spot for next year's major uh, uh, major races, right? Which now only this season of obviously only counts for the US champion and the European champion. But as we will have four majors this season, next year there will be four automatic qualified spots through the majors for the major series. Then we also have the three automatic qualifiers through the world championships, which will also happen next year again. Right now, these are obviously the podium finishers uh, in the men's category. That's Hunter McIntyre, that's Alexander Ronkiewicz and Tobias Lautwein. And uh, on the women's side, it's Lauren Weeks, Megan Jacoby, and at least back then, Bell McFarlane. Um, so uh, these are the six automatically qualified athletes through the, through the world championships. And then, as I said, we have the winners of last year's majors, although we did not officially call those races majors back then. But those two winners, which were on the men's side, David Medida and uh, again, Alexander Ronkovich. And on the women's side, it was Lauren Weeks and uh, it was Michaela Norman. Uh, th they already also qualify automatically for the majors because now Lauren Weeks and Alexander Ronkovich take up two spots at the same time this rolls down to the fourth of the world championships which is Vivian Tafuto on the women's side and uh, it's Ryan Kent on the men's side so those five athletes are automatically qualified for this year's major series and additionally to that um, the top times of the calendar year 2023 uh, are qualified we chose the calendar year 2023 just because if we would have chosen only the season, it would not have been fair around the world because there are literally no races in the US, for example, in this season before the first major in Chicago. Um, and in other parts of the world, it's also difficult to just put in a race uh, in order to set a time for this year's uh, first major. So we chose 2023 uh, to make it fair around the globe. For next season, we might adapt that. Uh, that's, uh, that's a point that we are up for discussion. Um, and then this obviously what I just said all counts for the first major because the second major in Stockholm then also gets some extra auto qualifiers from the first major. Because if you finish in the, on the podium at the first major in Chicago, um, you will also directly qualify for the rest of the remaining majors of the season. 
it sounds complicated, but in the end, I think it's it's not that not that hard. So why? It, what's the reason that you've you've got the auto qualifiers in there? Is there is there a specific reason that you've decided to do that? Yeah. So um, first of all, you always want to have not only the best athletes at the event, but you also want to acknowledge uh, in a way uh, certain. Uh, certain successes or victories and you want to give that um, embrace that in a way and it's it's just it's just a great start into the season if you can always make sure that you have the currently obviously best three athletes in the world at least from what is it two and a half months ago at the world championships that we can that we can say that they have an auto qualification that this counts for something apart from just the glory of finishing podium at the world championships and we of course always want to have the best athletes in the world uh, at our major races. So making sure that um, that winning a major as well as finishing podium at the World Championships is d does have an extra re reward is something that I think is very, uh, very beneficial to the overall approach of racing these races. Uh, and again, this is, uh, this is not um, reinventing the wheel. This is something, for example, that we took from golf, where uh, winning a tournament puts you in other major events and gives, gives you the chance to like, you know, really put yourself to the test uh, with the best in the world. Um, this all only counts for the next season. So the the five automatic qualifiers um, that counts for this upcoming season. And then next season we will have new or maybe the same, but other people have an opportunity to get their direct auto qualification spot for next year's major series. And jumping ahead to next season, because the winners of the majors this year qualify next year, uh, how many auto qualifiers will there be in future seasons? Will it be limited to to five in total, like, or, or are you can have four from the majors plus three from the worlds? Exactly. For next season, it will be seven. It will be seven auto qualifiers through the majors, um, four the four winners, and at the world championships. Although the one thing that will stick is we never roll down further than five at the worlds. So meaning, let's say one person wins all the four majors. So maybe we call it Grand Slam. We can think about that. So one person wins all the majors. Um, then we don't go down to spot number seven at the Worlds in order to get these auto qualifiers. So in that case, we would have less auto qualifiers in next season. But the maximum is four, let's say, uh, is seven. So let's say four different athletes win the majors plus and the top three at the Worlds are also other athletes. Then we would have seven auto qualifiers for the 24-25 season. Okay. Okay, and uh, the the time based qualification based on since January twenty twenty three, presumably there's a there's a list somewhere is there that that people can see. Uh, I'm I'm already being asked if 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 by athletes if they're in it or not. So yes, absolutely, and that's something uh, that we put it on the website under construction at the moment because together with our timing um, supplier Mika Timing. We are heavily uh, working on that. It needs a little bit more um, production in the back end, but we will and we will officially um, uh, put that out there. Uh, hopefully, at the end of next week. So uh, under elite, elite, the elite ranking section on the website will be restructured and um, redone. And uh, hopefully, at the end of next week, we are able to also officially um, announce or not announce, but but put that back on the on the global ranking at on the website. Okay. All right, great. So, so that's the that's the the majors talked about, and then uh, there's potentially like twelve qualifiers from those majors, like the picking the top three, which would potentially leave 
a, a minimum of three uh, qualifying spaces that are going to be taken up through two last chance qualifying races, yeah? Exactly. And the reality we know that is that expecting that uh, a lot of the top athletes will race in the majors, um, it will probably be less than 12 direct yeah. qualifiers for world champs. So let's assume the reality will be eight um, different spots because, again, um, if someone picks up three wins at the majors, then we roll down to number five, but not further. So theoretically, uh, it could be 12 direct qualifiers for world championships, but the reality will probably rather be around eight or nine direct spots. So let's assume there are six open spots for world championships for the last chance qualifiers. Then those six spots would be equally distributed to both events, three and three. If it's an odd number that's still open, the last race of the season, so the second last chance qualifier, the very last race, will always get one spot more. So then it would be three and four. Okay. And and anyone can enter those races, right? Anyone. That's the good thing. We can both sign up if we feel we can qualify. Um, anybody can do that. It's an open race. That also means that, of course, we're trying to avoid that. But theoretically, if we have five start waves at a last chance qualifier, theoretically, in the very last start wave, someone can just, you know, break the record or whatever, finish on the podium and qualify for world championships. Um, the good thing and fair thing about it is I think it's the really the, the, the best solution in order to give everyone the chance to race head to head at the very end. Um, it's not about time. It's really about racing against everyone who still wants to pick up their spot for world championships. And you put yourself to the test and you have to perform on that very day in order to make it to world champs. Um, I think it's a very exciting uh, solution at the end of the season. Those two races will be most definitely, uh, um, we will see a lot of surprises there. We will see a lot of heartbreaking moments of uh, people making it into world champs on the very last second. And uh, yeah, I'm really excited for the last chance qualifiers. But it was important for us to keep it open. That's why it's not a grid star race, because that again would limit the amount of people to 15. And uh, we, we did say that then again, we would have to think about how to qualify for those, right? So the idea was really to, at the, la the last two, last chance qualifiers are open races. Anybody can sign up and the best make the world champions. Okay. And um, you sort of just touched on it there, but you, 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 you've continued to limit it to elite 15. Um, like the field's increasingly competitive. Did you consider going to 20, 25, 30? Uh, well, we considered everything, literally. We were talking about it, um, but uh, we believe, first of all, the Elite 15 is, um, for us right now, is a product also that we're trying to promote and trying to communicate. And we want to make it the Elite 15 just like we don't want to change workouts at High Rocks or change the amount of running or whatever. We do not want to change um, much about the our Elite 15 series for now. It's Elite 15. And I think it's a good number uh, in the end. We have to be very frank here. Um, it has to do also with the setup and with the costs behind it um, to a certain extent. But it also honestly has to do with the amount of, um, let's say, uh, people that we want for coverage. So what is the ex most exciting product? And if, we, if the reality is that in the end, it's all about the top 15 and sometimes even only about the top five at the end of a race like that, right? From TV production perspective. So we were also very cautious about that that adding people there is not necessarily benefiting the overall product. Although I would love to give many more people the opportunity to race in this grid style elite format. 
but um, limiting it to 15, I think, is is a quite uh, quite good compromise, and um, it still gives a lot of opportunity for the top athletes to to make it. And yet again, the best 15. That's what we want to see head to head racing against each other. Okay, okay, and uh, those elite races, they're they're going to be live streamed. Um, or the majors are going to be live streamed, right? Uh, it, it, should we expect something similar to, to what we saw at the World Championships? Yes. So the um, the setup um, is supposed to be more or less exactly like at the World Championships for all the majors when it comes to the live stream. We're trying to, or not trying, we will upgrade it even more. I mean, you're very much aware of what happened there. Uh, we're, we're working on a lot more data integration into the stream um, that unfortunately did not work the, the way we wanted at World Champs. Um, uh, I'm currently working very hard with the teams on that. And we will see um, we will see live productions from all four majors. Uh, we did not announce what we do with the last chance qualifiers yet because that very much depends on the local setup. And as it's an open race, it's different to what we are already planning for the majors. Um, but we will most definitely have some kind of coverage of the last chance qualifiers as well. We just didn't want to announce now how exactly that will look like. Okay, okay. And then uh, I guess the other the other topic is the prize money. There's there's going to be prize money for for every competitor in the major races. Yeah. Yes, we we were thinking about that also, um, uh, and we thought it makes a lot of sense to award making the majors in the first place. Uh, also, again, this is something that, for example, we took from tennis. Uh, we're making a, a, a bigger tournament, um, even first round also already um, makes, you, makes you receive some money. Um, we know it's not, it's not changing the world yet, um, but we're, as I said, in the baby shoes. We're starting to build this out and hopefully in the future, uh, the top 15 get also financially the reward that they deserve because it's a really amazing sport and everybody's putting in a lot of effort. And I really think it's world-class athletes racing uh, in the elite 15 but um this is this is the start and i uh, and i really hope that we can build this out in the future okay okay um i've been asked there will we still see like a, a european championship and a north american championship is that what like vienna and washington are going to be be called for like the non-elite competitors yes exactly so um as not all of the events are officially announced um, yet, especially the 2024 events are not launched yet, or some of them at least not. So the question is very important because we, we want to separate the Elite 15 series and everything that comes along with that from the age group open races. So for the Elite, it will be called the High Rocks Major, the US Major, the European Major, and the Scandinavian Major. Those are the four major races of the Elite 15 series. For the age groupers, we will still have the European Championships and also the North American, or rather US Championships. Uh, and in the future, 24-25, we will also for the first time have the Asian Championships. That's for age groupers, and we will announce that separately soon. But that will that will still um, be in place, and we will still have these these championships races for the age groupers. Okay. Okay. All right. Great. Um, and at those at those events. Uh, previously, there's been like no pro division. It's been like the the, the open weights. Do, do you know if that's still planning to continue? Um, that's something that we uh, are discussing internally also, but we are currently planning to keep that. M main reason is that we want to have uh, we, we want to have 
many European and US champions, but we do nece not necessarily want to have two in each age group. So the idea was that whoever wins at an age group European championship, for example, can call themselves literally a European champion age group 45 to 50. And otherwise we would always have two, you know what I mean? So um, this is the, the main reason behind the idea of not having two different uh, categories at European and US championships only. And I actually think it's quite exciting. Um, and uh, of course, at all other races, we do have pro categories at the world. We only have pro categories that the other way around. Um, but in order to keep it accessible at the uh, European and North American championships, um, I actually I'm a, I'm a fan of that. Um, but we were also discussing that internally and we will uh, we will announce as soon as we uh, announce those races officially. Okay. Okay. What's the what's the feedback been so far from the elite competitors that are, are involved in this? Has it been positive? Well, look, I have to say, first of all, I really appreciate all the feedback from the athletes um, and that we got in Manchester and after Manchester. And uh, there was like really um, tough conversations or, or big discussions about it. And um, uh, and I really appreciate that. Uh I have not heard a lot of negative feedback so far, but I, in the end, I have to say, uh, I just, I just, I just expect everyone, everyone now to really focus on on the racing series. And and um, uh, the feedback I got was very positive. I, I'm very happy about that. I have to say because we put in a lot of work and effort over the last couple of months in order to build this out and really try to think about everything. Um, but this is for the athletes. This is really not. Uh, I mean. We're doing this in order to to create something that is fun and and competitive, and uh, and a fair solution for the global sport of high rocks. Um, growing in so many markets right now, we of course thought about Australia, where we will have more than five thousand six thousand athletes uh, in in the month of August now, uh, which is a big number. And I also want to give those athletes the chance to potentially race elite fifteen. And there were many things to consider from a global perspective. Um, so far, the feedback was okay and good, so uh, I'm happy about that. But as I said, I I do not after after this, I really want to focus on the actual racing series and um and not talk about the structure so much anymore. <laughs> and uh, are there any other changes planned to to the world championships in general for the age group athletes? Any or should we expect sort of similar qualifying process to to what we've seen in previous seasons? Yes, it's absolutely a similar qualifying modus. Obviously, we uh, we'll have some some yeah we will also have some new things um that we will possibly talk about very soon um with you but uh, uh we're working on we are also working on optimizing and up upgrading the world championships for the age groupers there were a few things that we think we can improve on from manchester there are a few things that were already amazing but uh, we want to obviously make the next step for next year's world championships um, at the moment, we're still in the, the last negotiations where we're going to hold them. But once that's set, then we will also work on the details and the nitty gritty stuff. Um, but for now, um, yeah, that's that's the that's the plan that we have. And um, in regards to qualification, we will be very close to what we saw um, last season. OK. All right. All right. Brilliant. I think that's I think that's pretty much covered it. Is there is there anything else you wanted to to go over before before we finish up? Um, uh, let me think about it. Um, yeah, no, the only thing that I really want everyone to understand is 
that um, we will update after each race, obviously now the rankings and uh, also this uh, qualification system for worlds and for the majors will have a place on the website. We're building out a landing page on the website where we also put an explanation video plus the graphics. Uh, so everyone who wants to try to understand um, again uh, can, can go through that. And um, I think the most difficult part is the roll down. So what happens if athletes were already qualified? How does the roll down work? I think that's something that um, where we will need probably two or three events until everybody has a full understanding of that. Um, but as long as it's clear that the top five have a chance, depending on the roll down, number six does not have a chance um, because we never roll down further than five. I think that's that's a good um, that's good to memorize. Uh, so so you have the initial ideas. Um, no, but apart from that, I'm, I have to say I'm really excited. And plus, it's now about execution. We have. Just a few more months until the first major. Um, we know already the five people that are directly qualified. And um, now over the next couple of months, uh, everybody has the chance to put in a time in order to, uh, to, to bump the top 10 that are currently in that list that we're going to publish soon um, uh, out of the race. So, uh, yeah, I'm really excited about the execution now, but, um, but no, no other additions. Right, fantastic, and it's probably worth adding that um, there's obviously cut-off races for those time-based qualifiers. I've I've shared those when those races are on on rockslife.com, and uh, I think it's on Instagram as well. So uh, if people want to know what they are, they they can look those up. Um, all right, thank you for doing this. I know it was I know you've worked hard on it. It wasn't an easy solution by any means. Um, so 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 thanks to the explainer, um, and hopefully talk to you again soon.